and welcome to More Like Guidelines, an actual player game design podcast. I am your host and game leader, Jessica Crimes, she, her, and I am joined today by two very special guests, if you'd care to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Johnny Sims, he, him, uh, of MacGuffin and Company. Um, we do game design, game streaming, game etc. And I'm Sasha Sienna, she, he, or they, also of MacGuffin and Company. Yep, we, we do games. Excellent games, I might add. Yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, we do, we do excellent games. Yeah, we, brilliant they're games. They're really good. I think, our, as far as I recall, our tagline is smart games for cool weirdos. Uh, which. I like is, that. I'm, uh, I'll be honest, Jess, I'm gonna assume that's basically your entire listener base. Pretty much. Speaking of. Well, speaking of doing the games, we are going to be playtesting some more Big King Wizard today, doing a three-person match. Johnny and Sasha know nothing about this game, so it will also be a test of my ability to teach it. We're going to be playing in the Tabletop Simulator playtest build, which is accessible to our Patreon supporters now. Link's in the description. But yeah, I think that's enough preamble. Let's get right into it. I was just going to say I'm very excited to play. I am filled with that familiar sense of excitement and dread that comes with all playtesting. It is frankly mm-hmm. one of the scariest things for me. I personally, I mean, this is this is why I, I say never playtest anything. Just throw it out into the world and assume it'll work. Johnny, I think that's... Johnny do not say that on air where <laughs> yes, people I... might take you seriously. <laughs> playtesting yes. is for cowards. Now... The way Big King Wizard works is, well, it's super simple. We have 12 health, here represented by these elegant poker chips, and a deck of cards each. Each of these decks of cards um, denotes an archetype of wizard in media. Wizard here very much being code for pretty much anything supernatural. The archetypes we'll be playing with today are the Sparkle Warrior, the Fallon Academic, and the Living Spectacle. The Sparkle Warrior is your anime, magical girl, space prince, Naruto kind of thing. Power of friendship. Your Fallon Academic is your spooky nerd or any of the things, any of the spooky nerd miscellanea. Your sentient shadows, your tentacles on the edge of the universe, your person who got trapped in a library for 500 years. And the living spectacle is your bards, your performers, your people whose entire deal is that you cannot stop looking at them. I'm going to be testing the Living Spectacle because it is the deck that has most recently been burnt to the ground and rebuilt. And uh, yeah, Johnny, Sasha, do either of you have a preference for your own wizard? Uh, I would like to avoid typecasting and play the Sparkle Warrior. Excellent. Uh, Sasha, are you happy right, with Sasha? I'm more than happy to play the Forlorn Academic because being trapped in a library for 500 years sounds like honestly a dream. All right, so all you're going to need to do to start with is right-click your deck and hit draw three times, so that'll give you three cards that the rest of us can't see. Looking at these cards, you'll see in the top right, there's a number which is the card's cost in terms of momentum. We'll get to that in a bit. In the bottom right is the card's power, how much damage it either deals or blocks. And in the bottom left, it is either a form, a flourish, or a flavour. I'll probably go first just to give you a bit of a rundown on how that all works. But it's super simple, and hopefully we'll pick it up quickly. 
The first thing we need to do, though, is character creation. Um, so any character in Big King Wizard needs three things. They need a name, an outfit, and a style. A style being the way they channel, cast, do their magic. Um, the idea is to come up with these on the fly. You don't really need to flesh them out. We don't need, you know, detailed, rich in our lives. They will be developed throughout the act of playing the game. So for now, all we need is a name, an outfit, and a style for your wizard. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to go first and give you a sec to think. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, Living Spectacle, that is, like I say, it's your enrapturing bard archetypes. Um, I am going to go slightly, I want to take it a little bit sideways, and I'm going to play a character called Sludgeous Filthin. <laughs> I'm going to drop that in our chat. Sludgeous Filthin. Sludgeous is a rock star from a world notorious as a gauntlet for up-and-coming wannabe performers. Think um, the Arrakis of music. Every day is a trial, and if you cannot find your niche and your following, you will perish out on the desert wastes of this party planet. Sludgeous is, let's say, alternate, alternate, emphasis on the right syllable. And by that, I very much mean that they are grimy. Sludgeous always carries a filthy bass guitar dripping with ooze and miscellaneous seaweed. Oh, and is generally accompanied by a small gaggle of groupies about 20 foot behind him. I want to say Sludgeous uses he, him. And yep. is dressed like... If you dressed a mannequin in most of David Bowie's clothes and just left it in a swamp for a bit, about six oh, months no. later, you'd end up with Sludgeous's wardrobe. <laughs> long, scraggly hair that is pretty hard to tell from the seaweed wrapped around the guitar. Sludgeous is a bit of a mess, and Sludgeous casts uh, their magic by strumming that bass way too hard. I I don't want I don't want a crusty wizard to win. I don't want this grimy, it's horrible. Uh do either of you wanna go next? I'll go next. Uh, go ahead. Uh my wizard is Aloysius Crenthorpe. Ooh. Um, if I could describe Aloysius in one word, it would be dusty. Uh, he wears a very old, somewhat moth-eaten tweed suit. It has been on his body for the last several centuries, but the moths ate it while he was just sort of sat there reading books. Um, and he's got a long beard that's kind of got little white specks all over it. So it looks like he's got white hair, but he hasn't. It's just dust um, from all the plaster that's kind of fallen from the ceilings of the big old buildings that he's been spending all this time in while he's just been sat there reading. And um, he casts a spell in a a tired way um, with a kind of slump to his shoulders, a lot of old words and just a general vibe of, oh, this again. All right, we have Aloysius. Aloysius? Yes. 
Aloysius Cranthorpe and Sludgeous Filthin. Johnny, do you have a third wizard for us? I do, uh, and I would uh, like to introduce you to Dala Gieling, um, <laughs> who is the sort of the plump, lovely, pastel radiating uh, proprietress of a magic tea shop uh, that wherever somebody is, uh, that it pops up all over the world, all over the different dimensions, under stairs, or um, just in little corners. You might find yourself in this just incredibly relaxing, very cosy tea shop that serves uh, an array of magical brews uh, with all sorts of weird, uh, fantastical, um, really adorable creatures all taking uh, their own little... Uh, sort of teas and their own little hot beverages. Uh, she obviously has uh, a magic teapot uh, with which she brews up her spells, sprinkling in uh, little bits of herbs and little bits of infusions, and then uh, the spells uh, erupt through the uh, the spout of the teapot. Oh, wow. And is this appearing wherever a tea shop is needed most? Wherever a tea shop is needed most... Uh, oh. I love her. That's where, uh, that's where uh, Dala Geelings, um It doesn't have a name. Uh, it's just, it's just known as the tea shop. I love it. Okay, I've handed each of you a tiny red cube to indicate that you were starting. Oh, mine was taken I, away. Johnny I, stole I, it. I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a mistake. Oh no! I've taken the whole bowl. Just the one, please. These are your momentum. Various things will grant you momentum. You can have up to three at once. And they are spent to cast certain spells. So on cards in the top right... um, Sorry, on cards, the top right number is the momentum cost. Oh, okay. So I'm going to deal out a shared hand of six core cards. I'll turn some of them around so that everyone can see a few. And these are shared between us all. We can all draw from this hand and it gets replenished at the start of each turn. Um, Yeah, I think the best way to do this then is just to dive in. So we need to describe our intros. Oh. The Big King Wizard Tournament takes place in an arena. That much is set in stone. Everything else is for us to decide and develop as we play. In particular, as we describe our intros, think WWE with an infinite budget. And uh, I suppose as the host, I should probably go first. So feel free as we're doing this to add any details to the arena, to the world, to what's going on around us. It's kind of a holistic world building kind of thing. So I'm going to say that the the show begins and the Big King Wizard Tournament very much is a show with the lights slamming shut, slamming closed, slamming off. You wouldn't think I used to work theatre lighting. (laughs) And slowly, in a kind of murky, off-green-grey tint, rising up just enough so that everyone in the stands can see a gaggle of black-robed people swarm into the middle of the arena, pull out various jerry cans, mouldy metal buckets, any kind of filth-bearing container pierce them and begin to dance an orchestrated dance in such a way 
that they leave trails of filth forming a, forming a summoning circle. They chant, Sludgeus, 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 Sludgeus. And in a great burst of methane, Sludgeus Filthin appears. What a gross mm-hmm. eye. Um, as uh, Sludgeus is uh, mugging for the crowd, uh, all the crowd is, I assume... I, I feel like Sludgeus is a bit of a heel, so he's probably getting a lot of <laughs> booze. You're gross. Ugh. Um, suddenly, every beverage in the audience, every every beer or soft drink, um, suddenly shifts and warps into a very tasteful, um, a very tasteful mug. Uh, all sorts of different, like an eclectic collection. Anyone who was, hasn't, didn't have a drink now has a wonderful cup of tea. The aroma and the smoke and the steam of all, uh, these suddenly appearing beverages sort of fills the arena. Uh, and everyone just takes a moment to, just to take in the scent of these incredibly fragrant teas. And when they open their eyes again, um, in one corner of the arena is a uh, plump matronly old woman just sort of um, accompanied by a whistle, the whistle of a kettle um, bubbling over um, bubbling over a fire. Uh, it's not, it's, it's piercing, but also relaxing. Uh, and um, Dala Jiling just waves. Hello. Um, all right. Uh, mm. So okay. Hello, Sludges. <laughs> Over to you, Sasha. Um, as the last of the steam from Dala's introduction clears, uh, the crowd sees a an old desk with that kind of green leather top and a a brass and green glass lamp. Um, in the middle of the arena with a very ancient librarian of ambiguous gender standing behind it. Uh, They open a very large tome and inside that is another larger tome. (laughs) They open that and inside that is another larger tome. They open that and inside that up pops Aloysius Cranthorpe (laughs) waving to the crowd Throwing out pages as if they were dollar bills. I adore Aloysius already. And there's a very polite smattering of applause, such as one might hear at a golf game before the librarian goes, shh. The way this game works is we're going to be combining cards to create these spells. That is only half of the battle. We also need to be able to narrate and justify these spells. So by combining cards... We'll get a spell name. For example, I'm going to open up with Bolstering Verse. That has a flavour and a form. That's all you need. Um, One form exactly and at least one flavour. That makes a spell. And But that's not the limit. You can have multiple flavours, multiple flourishes if you want. 
The trick is you have to be able to justify all of it. So now my narration of the spell Bolstering Verse needs to include that. And if any of these cards had a description in bold, it would also need to include that roleplay prompt. So I'm going to say that as that shush echoes around the arena, Sludgeus, in a very exaggerated motion, raises an arm and brings his thumb down on the bass strings letting out a tone that's too low to hear. It's more felt as it ripples across the arena. And Sludgeous bellows. Here we fucking go, then. And seems to almost solidify his ooziness. Um, coming together and forming more of a respectable human shape, I suppose as this sound wave ripples towards Aloysius. Uh, if oh, that no. hits you, that is going to do four damage, because it's one for bolstering, three for verse. But you now get to defend, should you want to. I would like to defend, please. All right, so what you need is a card that has the for- that says form defensive in the bottom, ah. or form defensive slash something else. Oh yes, at least okay, here's, one flavor. here's one that's barrier in the shared deck. Can I use that one when defending? Yeah, whenever you create a spell, you can use up to two cards from the shared deck and as many as you want from your hand that you can fit in. Okay. Um, let me just have another look. Um, I would like to use a shifting barrier. Um, All right. So the desk that is still in the middle of the arena um, turns on its side, grows, and uh, rushes forward to meet the blast. And it's shattered, but Aloysius is fine. Okay. Uh, that, will, that will use your one momentum, I believe. Yeah, that's okay. So, as part Wait, of the shifting card... Why, oh, because shifting is uh, shifting a wand. Yeah, momentum. okay. So, uh, yeah, that would be a cost of your one momentum, but because you're blocking a ranged spell, it'll block three of the damage, and you'd only take the hit for one. Okay. So, is this... Which is... This is my... Uh, this poker deck. pile of checker... Checkers? Drafts. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's be proper here. The pile of drafts is your health, so feel free to just kind of lose one of them. I'll just put this over here. Okay. And then that. And I gain two here. health as an effect of my spell. And that is all there is to the game. It can is you, that simple. Uh, can you get more than 12 health? Yes, the, there's a limit to momentum, but not to health. There okay. aren't very many ways to gain health. And now these cards just go in their discard piles to be shuffled in when the decks run shut, run short, run out. I'll redraw the playtest deck and play will pass to, shall we say, Sasha? Okay. Um, so I'm just checking out the new cards. One thing I will note is that I don't redraw my hand until the start of my turn, which means... If someone, for example, was to attack me, I now have fewer cards to defend ah. with. Similarly, if there's a card in the middle that you particularly don't want someone to use, you might be incentivized to use it yourself. What is the... Um, 
Well, I... How does one get momentum back? Various cards will grant it. Alternatively, you can um, skip your turn to redraw some cards and gain some momentum, or take a hit without blocking to gain two momentum. Oh, okay. Um, I might need to consult my own rules <laughs> document here. I've played... Uh, I've actually played a spell, because I've got no momentum left. I've played a spell that mm. doesn't cost any momentum. Um, okay. But it is an amplified revelation. Uh, so what this means is that I can replace a, this form, oh, the wow, revelation, revelation, with another, a topmost form in a deck. So I can draw a new one. Does that mean... So that's that's how I would draw a new one without it being my the start of my turn? Yeah. yeah. The fall-on academics mechanic is that these classes are all designed to play slightly differently because, you know, tone and mechanics are the same thing. So this would be... You replace that revelation card with the topmost form in either your deck or the core deck, your choice. Ah, and so you I gain would like two momentum. to... Do, oh, this, is a, this one's not a form. What shall I do with it? Just keep drawing until you get ah, a form. okay. Right. But um, leave it he, like, not in your hand, essentially. Okay. Uh, so, so you wouldn't keep that. I'll put that like this. Um, draw another one. So Revelation gets discarded, oh, and that goes I into wanted that the, spell. Uh, I wanted the uh, uh, momentum that I get for it. Yeah, no, after it resolves, oh, after you it still resolves. get it. Okay, so it goes still away. get the momentum. So I'm now going to be... I'm going to do scapegoat. I'm now an amplified scapegoat. Um... <laughs> Oh, I All leave right. this component in play. Um, you may pay two momentum to redirect a spell at the scapegoat, then discard this card. Wait, am I the scapegoat? No, no you, I think um, this oh, is you creating I made something. A scapegoat. Oh, okay. Um, in which case, I. Um, from... However, you are also attacking here, so you're going to need to work it both in. Yeah, so um, I will. Um, from. Next to me, roughly where um, Dala is, there is the sound mm -hmm. of um, someone loudly chewing gum. Um, oh, God. And I will look at Dala and make a very, very aggressive shh noise. Um, and the, like, the force of my shush will knock her back. Uh, so I've got two momentum, and I can keep this card in play, I think. Yeah, so basically, next time someone attacks you, if you want, you can pay two momentum to have it take out this scapegoat card instead. Oh, okay. Cool. And then all the other but amplified cards goes, are around. Goes in here, right? Uh, that's the discard pile, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so that was... How much damage is that? Uh, that is... Two damage. Actually, just, let me just check it's not more. Sorry. Um, it's three damage. Three damage. Okay, I'll take three damage. Amplified also gives you a momentum. Nice. I'll take three damage because I believe you said not blocking means that I can get two momentum. That's correct. Um, generally, you'll be earning and spending it pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I will... I'm going to use, uh, Dala will ignore, uh, the shushing from, uh, Aloysius and turn towards, uh, Sludgeus. Oh no. Um, uh, 
and hold on. We'll unleash uh, a barrage of friendship. Oh no! As, oh no! Uh, not friendship. She just sort of. Uh, she, sorry, not the. As she just starts, um, like she waves her arms, and suddenly Sludgus is seated at a wonderful table. There's a delicious cup of tea in front of her. He's feeling a blanket being put over his shoulder. There's music, nice, gentle, relaxing music playing, um, and uh, someone unseen hands are currently just like slightly massaging his shoulders not in a, an invasive way just like in a way that like really you know just dealing with all the all the stresses of the day uh, so this ignores range restrictions and power deductions other than from blocking uh, and I'm going to spend two momentum on the barrage and I'm spending one on the, uh, the of friendship so this is a lot a of damage of six ooh <sighs> Okay, okay, six damage, then we start with 12. It's a low health game, so that's a lot. I'm currently on 14. But... Yeah, you've got you've got tons, though. You've got, you got loads of health. Yeah, you're not wrong. Wait, I don't have any momentum to spend. I can't use that card. Uh-oh. Oh! Oh, no! Okay, in that case, it's going to have to be drawing pretty heavily on the shared deck. Uh, Sundering Blast. Blast is a fun one. It's really weak, but you can use it for anything. Ah, so is that um, what fancy means? Fancy, uh, be- fancy just means it's not ranged or close. It's anything else, anything weird. Okay, so I thought I thought you I, I assumed you can only use defensive things to. This component can be used as a ranged, close, or defensive form. Oh, I see. There we go. So, yeah, Sludgeus for a moment, and for the first time in a long, long time, Sludgeus feels genuinely like relaxed and at ease and it terrifies him he stands spins out of nowhere is holding a mic and inspired launches into his hit single i'm not gonna have a nice time because i am not a very nice man and the amplification sends again another sound wave ripple this time splitting the table in front of him in half and shocking sludgeous back to his defensive senses that's going to block four of the damage but Bloody i don't hell, think that's enough no to block momentum. all of them no that no that um, was it was four da- no it was six it was six i was doing so that is two health uh, also i will say the purpose of this playtest is a balancing yeah, so that's fair. Um, I'm making notes. Yeah. So now we redraw these cards. And as soon as we run out, we just shuffle everything back in. Okay. I can finally redraw. Truly shaken by this. Sludgeous. Kind of pulls himself up to his full height. Goes to strum the bass guitar again. And instead, about halfway through, just kind of changes his mind shifts his grip and charges down at uh, Dala Jeeling, aiming to just bring the body of the base down in an overhead strike uh, as Sludgeus casts. 
Arcane Strike. Again, I don't have any momentum, so I'm in a bit of a tight spot here. That's going to be for four damage, and that's towards Dala's healing. Okay. Um... I really Let's like this. Um, I really like the mechanic where we've all got a shared deck in the middle as well as our own decks. Because when you took Arcane, I was like, "Oh no, my plans!" <laughs> that is the joy of it. Dala Jeeling sort of t- takes it f- completely in stride, smiles, and just sort of redirects it into her big teapot uh, for an empowering reversal. That's going to be uh, minus one power plus yes. one power. So, uh, in fact, so I still take the damage, but I gain one momentum and heal two health after it resolves. Oh, uh, okay. So that is, in total, about one damage, and I get one momentum. And the next, uh, the next spell I play will be a strike. So uh, I, I just cast... Oh, oh, of course, because of... Um, it's a reversal. It's a reversal, of course. There are some cards that interact with the ranged and close mechanic. They've not come up yet, but just so you know, that's why that's on the card. Oh, I'm aware. Uh, you can use that... It's not on the card right now, because this is very much the text for playtesting, and not that the players will be eventually seeing. You can use that to defend a spell or use it on your next attack. You don't have to, like, literally the next one. Like, it's in the next turn. And play will pass to Sasha. Okay, let me have a look at these new cards. Uh, oh, I can draw a new card, can't I? Yeah, you draw back up to three now. Wonderful. Whereas Johnny is running very low on resources. Mm. Well, I've, I've got a momentum. True, true. I've Ooh. got a momentum and I've got eight health. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, I'm going to direct my spell at uh, Sludges. And I am doing a shadowed barrage. Uh, so there's a kind of a, a shadowy darkness comes over the arena and um, oh my goodness, Sludges. And Sludges feels uh, about a thousand little pieces of paper swarming around him and get, just gets barraged by these paper cuts. Uh, so that is... I need to spend one to three momentum to use this component, and then its power is twice the amount of momentum spent to cast it. So if I spent all three of my momentum, it will be six from the barrage and then two from shadowed, but I've got to spend one for my shadowed. So, so you could do a maximum of six maximum damage total damage here. And I'm going to. Oh, joy! I'm putting Great. away all of my momentum to do and six this was damage. Towards it's towards sludges. This is eight damage actually because of shadowed. No, it's only, only I'd have to. I'd have to spend four oh, momentum. You used, oh, yep. Sorry, and sorry, I only had three. Okay. Um. I'm sorry, what did this attack look like? I uh, it looked like uh, some darkness falling, and then out of the shadows, a bunch of pages come at you, whirling around, giving you lots of paper cuts. Okay. Um, Sludges has ingested a lot of chemicals over the years, deliberately and otherwise, just from kind of, you know, marinating in Rockstar Planet. And it's given 
sludgeous, kind of a physically, chemically, just kind of funky humanoid form. It doesn't always react exactly how you'd expect to. And it turns out this time, these when these paper cuts are starting to wound him, his blood's just feeling kind of violent. And as the first couple of cuts are made, there are great clouds of acrid, stinging smoke emerging from Sludges's body that dissolve the pages, but also do a pretty significant damage to him. So I'm going to block three points of that damage, taking three damage from you. But I'm also going to take two damage myself and gain two momentum for the volatile spell. I like that card a lot. That's a good one. Where you get two momentum and take two extra damage when it's resolved. There is a howl that may have originally been intended to be musical, but towards the end just transitions into frustration and pain. And play passes to Johnny, and I finally have some momentum, if very little health. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so the um, Adala vanishes for a second from behind her huge bubbling cauldron teapot. Uh, and suddenly appears directly in front of Aloysius. Aloysius feels a mug of something that smells probably like Lapsang Souchon. Uh, oh no, my least favourite kind of tea. Ah, uh, but not Aloysius's. Aloysius, no, I would Aloysius would totally like it. Lapsang Souchon. Uh, and as it's pressed into his hand, Dal looks deep into his eyes for an empathetic strike. And suddenly, Aloysius feels just completely understood. Oh no. All the, like, everything I... that has led him here, it, it suddenly bobbles up. So, uh, gain a deeper understanding of your opponent. Choose an offensive form from the base hand or discard pile. Your opponent must use this for their next spell. Um, and I am going to pick, uh, I'm going to pick Grapple. So I have to use mm-hmm. Grapple next time. You have to use Grapple, because uh, you just desperately need a hug from someone. Oh, uh, uh, And that will do you two damage. Okay, I'm going to take that damage and get momentum. So how many momentum do I get? Uh, you get two, two for just taking an unblocked yeah. hit. Is it two every time, or is it the same as the damage that you take? It's two every time two every for time. just not locking. Subject to change in the final game. Okay, I'm going to redraw. Okay, I've got two momentum to play with at long last. Okay, I am going to have a little think. Me and Sludges both, we're both going to have little think, little thinks. And I'm going to cast Unshaken Practiced Bolt. Oh, wait, Ooh. hang on. Can you do... Can you do double... Oh, you can do whatever you want. What? Two, ca- two cards at most from the shared hand, but other than that, as many oh, as you want from your hand. I'm but only sorry. one can be a form, right? Uh, only one can be a farm, yes. But other than that, do what you want. Okay, understood. Sorry, I... I've just, I've just literally not been able to yet, because I've been really unlucky. That's fair enough. Uh, cool. So this has two roleplay prompts in bold that I need to make sure that this spell description covers. Uh, I'm going to say that... Dala Jeeling mm-hmm. is really starting to get into Sludges's head, starting to remind him of a softer, mellower, calmer time before he was chasing stardom and fame and money and wizard killing. Still not quite sure why he's here. And 
he does whatever he does whenever he's feeling shaken like this. He closes his eyes and he pictures that he's back in his mega swamp and he's just jamming. And he begins to slip back into these practiced movements. And as he does, the music begins to pulsate the air, turn the aura around Sludgeus a kind of pale, ill, grey-green, which gathers at the head of the base until with one final powerful strum, it fires as a bolt towards... Let's see who's got more health. Uh, Towards Aloysius. Oh, no. Oh, I really thought you were going for me because... Oh, um, no. I want to kill that scapegoat. I'll be honest, I was feeling pretty smug about when Jess was like, dollar shillings, getting on my nerves. (laughs) Sludgeus, he's not great at the whole cause and effect thing. It's not his strength. (laughs) Uh, specifically, I want to cast this at uh, Aloysius because this lets me remove one persistent component or spell effect from play, yeah. which is going to be the scapegoat, and I'll spend a momentum for that. Although you could actually, Sash could actually use the scapegoat. Johnny, to please redirect. Sorry, <laughs> I'd have to We're spend rules momentum. As intended, not as written I, right I'd, now. <laughs> I'd have, uh, I'd have to spend momentum for that, and if Jess wants to spend momentum for it, then that's fine. So I have spent one momentum, and this is three damage coming at you as the kind of a just a bolt of elemental filth. Oh dear! But this scapegoat's gone now. Is that right? It yeah. is. Okay, yeah. let me have a look what I can do. Uh, well, I have to use grapple. That would be for your next attack. Oh, this card I thought it was specify, for my next but it's spell meant to be for your next attack. Okay. Yeah, um, we're using the spreadsheet wording rather than the actual cards going to print wording in this build. Okay. Wonderful. Um, well, because this game was built in Google Sheets. <laughs> um, so I've got my flourish. This is a desperate. Hang on. Ooh. Will it not? Will that not just deal deal all the damage you block to you? Oh. No, it all blocked block damage, damage from this is dealt to the... Oh! Are you not the caster? Yes, no, sorry. I got that mixed up because I um, I thought that the caster would sorry, be Jess. Just making a note that Desperate doesn't work defensively. All of these cards yeah. are meant to work for offence and defence, yep. but some of them don't quite yet. Okay. Um, let's see. Well, I'm going to have to play a Recollection. Don't want Desperate. Oh, I can't actually have a flavour. Oh, uh, dread, dread barrier. I will have a dread barrier. Um, what does a dread barrier look so like? So, I think a dread barrier looks like um, for Aloysius. Uh, just you know, uh, in the arena, I'm assuming that we've got like a big lighting rig. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the lights turn off one by one by one, coming out from the edges of the arena and in and in and in over uh, Sludgeus. It is Sludgeous, right? Yeah, Sludgeous. That's me. Uh, until the spotlight is on Sludgeous and then that one closes. Um, and then the uh, there's like a a very loud, echoey sound of doors slamming. 
Um, you feel like a rush of wind, as if these doors have just like really quickly, firmly closed on you. Uh, but when the lights all come back on again, there are no doors. <gasps> what? Twas magic. And is the bolt just gone? Yeah, so it's just like the, the bolt's just gone straight into the magic doors. Uh, and that is oh, I see. zero momentum cost. Yeah. But it does say um, one to gone three. A block. Um, and three power when blocking a ranged spell. So is yours, is yours a ranged one, Bolt? It is. So you're going to completely block me there. Very nice. Currently we are at, um, let's see. Aloysius is on nine health. Dala is on eight. And Sludgeus is on seven. So it's pretty close. We're all easily in one hit kill range. Okay. And I believe it's my turn again. It is. And I... Oh, I was meant to gain a momentum after that. I... Oh. Oh, no. So you've got to use that. grapple. I just do have hug. to. I do have to use grapple. Um, and I've only got one flourish in my deck and I don't want to use it. Uh, right, so I'm using a piercing grapple. I have... Uh, oh, dear already paid my one momentum to use the piercing flavor mm-hmm. which means that this ignores three points of blocking power so good luck sludges um <gasps> Shit. So, <laughs> what i will do is uh i will send my biggest tome after you um and it flings towards you and as it gets to you it opens unfurls and it turns out there's like a big map in the middle um which unfolds and wraps around you and the ribbon bookmark turns into a sharp point and stabs you to hold you in place while the the map like envelops you. Uh, So that is my piercing grapple and it does two damage. (laughs) It does also mean I can only use close spells on my next turn, however. All right, I am just going to have to take that. Because I can't even try to block it. So that's two damage, taking me down to only five. Which isn't great for me, but I will gain a point of momentum, because that'll take me up to the cap of three, as this ribbon bookmark just pierces Sludgeous and will never be clean again. (laughs) You've ruined an old map. I hope you're happy. It was a necessary sacrifice. To just remove Sludgeous from this world. Yeah. Okay, that brings us to Dala. Okay, uh, so... Okay, sorry, I'm just having a a quick look. Uh, I currently have uh, no momentum. Uh, So... There's a limited amount I can do. But, you know what? Uh, Dala sort of... Dala just swivels her big teapot uh, towards Aloysius um, and sort of starts waving her hands over it. And Aloysius, you get ready for another lovely, comforting... Um, yeah, this hasn't been so bad aromatic. so far. Yeah, uh, and then it shoots out a laser explosion. <laughs> uh, I'm going to hit you with a laser boom. Uh, which is, uh, <laughs> which is a close form, 
for five damage. Oh, no, I definitely want to block that. Uh, let's see. Um, I will use an utterance. Don't want that. Oh, no, uh, utterance isn't a defensive form. It's a close form. Oh, so I can, of course, sorry, I can only use defensive forms. Okay, so I'm going to use armor, um, which is one. Oh, I don't think we've got any of the things that disrupting applies to at the moment. That's exciting. Um, I'm going to use hidden armor. You could, uh, th- those both oh, cost no, momentum. Oh, no, I can't you use have that. One momentum. Uh, okay, I will use hidden shield. And um, Excellent. that is one momentum to use. It only saves me two, though. So my hidden shield, uh, I I take the hit but I'm still standing. Everyone's like, what? And then when I open up my shirt, I've got like hardback covers of books kind of forming like a Kevlar vest underneath my shirt. It's very much like that scene in Lord of the Rings where Frodo gets pierced by the troll and then everyone's like, mithril. But instead it's like, book binding. I was thinking of that World War II trope where someone's Bible in their pocket yeah. stops a bullet. <laughs> Apart from you taking it to the logical extreme. Uh, so I still have to take three damage and I don't even get any momentum for it. That is correct in this Ooh, case. That's brutal. Brutal game. Uh, that'll take us to me. I will draw my final card and shuffle my discard deck. Which is now just my deck. I'm on five health, so this is starting to become actively a problem. Do you draw up to your... When do you draw from your deck? Is it before your turn, at the start of your turn? At the start of your turn, yeah. At the start of your turn, okay. Sludgeus is really starting to get a bit stressed out here, starting to panic, have himself a little bit of a worry. And for some reason, I think of Sludgeus as though he talks like uh, Danny the drug dealer from Withnail and I. <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, that's just... Withnail and I is his entire vibe. Mm-hmm. But in this case, Sludgeus realises that his proper tactics, his real tactics, his normal moves, they're not going to get him through this. There is no way he survives with just his normal tactics... And instead, Sludgeous. Ooh, how mean am I going to be? There's only one flavour in play and I'm going to have to take it. Oh my god. Calamitous Verse, aimed directly at Dala Jeeling. Sludgeous' normal style, it's not working. He's got to mix it up. He's got to try something new. In a panic, he closes his eyes and he casts around for any other kind of music he can even set his mind on. And he arrives... At opera, <laughs> standing tall, back straighter than it's been in decades, eyes proudly looking up. Sludgeus opens his mouth, and the most foul, screeching, awful cacophony, like trying to blend forks, comes out of Sludgeus's mouth, and there's no shockwave. There's no beam of power. It is just so foul, so bad, so cruelly unlistenable. 
And that is going towards Dala Jiling for eight damage to match your eight health. Wow. Yeah, well, uh, Dala, Do you not have a way to block that? Dala explodes. I've got zero way to block that. There's no block. Oh, There's I'm sorry. There's no block. Oh, you've got no momentum. I've got no momentum. I've got no momentum. I've got nothing. Yeah. No, Dala explodes. Oh, my it's gosh. That is gross. A- uh, the lovely, matronly, uh, she's like a horrible <laughs> oh, balloon. God. I will say, um, sudden deaths are very much a feature not a in this game. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, Dala <laughs> is gone. Sludgeus is stunned into silence. And goes, right, well, right, well then, um, that, not exactly a compliment. Okay. I'll see how it is. Uh, so this, I can have this one now. This is the last everyone deck. Yes, uh, I'll shuffle the discard deck. Okay. Right. I am going to play a very exciting card that I've been wanting to play, and I'm so glad you did that because uh, now I feel like it's justified. Uh, So (laughs) Aloysius is playing Desperate Fury. He sees what Sludges has done to Dala, and I was still waiting for another cup of that delicious tea. Sure, she let me down last time with that laser explosion, but, (laughs) you know, I held out hope. Uh, So in a rage, Aloysius just runs at Sludges and starts wailing on him. Um, So this is a desperate fury. Uh, So I will recall and ignore a crucial lesson. The crucial lesson is when I broke my bones, uh, when a heavy book fell on me. And I learned that day that I'm very frail and I'm very dusty. And I ignore that lesson and I just go hard on sludges. Um, So after this spell resolves, I must take one damage. But first, it does you seven damage. I... I went too hard last turn. I You have a momentum and there is an armor. There is, but I don't have a flavor. I can you went not, too hard last turn. Can you not play a card without a flavor? You can't just play a card on its own. Oh, I suppose I could use one of these. Um, yeah, let's change that. Okay. Yeah, I have a plan. And this is basically just a full body yeah, desperate yeah, assault very much. from... I don't even know if it counts as a spell, to be honest. Like, mechanically speaking, it does, but flavour-wise. I can't defend against this. I've only got the one momentum. Oh. If I had saved a car, if I had, if I had just not gone so hard last time, I could have blocked this and won. But no, I had to take out Johnny, <laughs> yeah, didn't I? mean, to I? be fair, you, you did take out, you did take out Johnny. Um... I'm going to say that Sludgeus is still reeling at the fact that his voice has literally just exploded someone. That's new to him. He is, his mind is racing. He's thinking, do I move into opera? Is this what I do? Is this a new power? Do I take over the world? Do I take over rock plant? Do I move to opera? Done. Clean mm-hmm. through the back. Sludgeous <laughs> slumps to one knee. Out of curiosity, how and... many of these games generally end with one of the wizards just physically beating another to death? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Feels like maybe a lot. 
Well, we've had other deaths, like um, someone losing faith in the power of friendship to the extent oh, that they no. turn to ash. Oh, yikes. It's, this game tends to swerve towards the violent or the depressing, but that might just be who I'm playing it with. <laughs> yeah, I think that sludge is done. He slumps to one knee, and... <sighs> collapses into just a cascade of loose earth and worms and rats which scurry into the shadows at the very very bottom of the stands of the arena and Sludges is gone I am the biggest kingest wizard Aloysius Krenthorpe is the big king wizard and yeah now I need to know we're both dead is uh, is Aloysius celebrating, exiting the arena? What's the reaction here? Uh, Aloysius actually, when he kind of comes to, is a little bit embarrassed at the display of um, emotion and, you know, just the fact that it was, it was a very big and extravagant act. Uh, so he'll kind of get up and he'll um, he'll kind of give his tweed suit a, a bit of a, a bit of a shake, trying wipe off a little bit of the slime um, and then he'll just very neatly try to tidy up Sludges. Um, oh no. It's not going great and he just gets more and more embarrassed while the crowd are chanting Aloysius, Aloysius. They get a little bit more like what is happening? Aloysius. Um, and eventually he just kind of leaves um, and uh, looks around for like a first aid tent and just gives them a little bit of a heads up that there's some people in the arena that might want some first aid. Might want looking, looking at. at. Just in case. Just in case. To be, fair, to be fair, I kind of assumed that the Big King Wizard tournament was to the death. Oh, it's very yeah. much to the death. Yeah. But, I mean, Aloysius might not be the to the death type. I mean, I think he kind of understands that it is to the death, but also wants the uh, plausible deniability because it's unseemly to just kill someone and then revel in it. The polite thing to do That's is fair. to kill someone and then say, oh dear, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that makes Aloysius the new Big King Wizard, and that has been a very, very useful playtest for me. I've got a couple of things to tweak, a couple of things to change, and I hope you had a good time. Oh, yeah, that was great. Time. Had a great this time. This is a very fun Thank game. You very Thank you very much for running us through Big King Wizard. Now, Jess, if I were to, if I, if I were to demand uh, that there were the opportunity for me to receive a copy of Big King Wizard... Uh, and potentially, you know, how, how would I go about doing that? Well, and uh, thank you for asking. You could head to the link in the episode description or just search Kickstarter for Big King Wizard to find the funding campaign, which is running now. We literally cannot make this game without the support of nerds <laughs> around the world. So if you've already backed it, thank you so much. If you're thinking about backing it, take a look. Maybe this has convinced you. Speaking of Kickstarters and games and general um, geek fodder, Johnny, Sasha, where can I find all the things you do? Uh, you can find the things that we do also on the internet um, and and hopefully soon in a, in a role-playing game shop near you, uh, depending on 
where you are and what role-playing game shops are next to you. Uh, so you can find us on the internet at www.mcguffinandcompany.com or you can find us on Twitter at McGuffin and Co or on Instagram at McGuffin and Co Games um, or on Facebook. I can't remember if it's McGuffin and Co or McGuffin and Company, but we're there. There are links in the description. Uh, are there any particular projects that you're working on you'd like to let folks know about? Because it seems like you're always working on something exciting. I mean, we've got a few things coming up. I think the big thing on the horizon is a crowdfunding campaign of our own, uh, which is for Pitcrawler, a oh. two-player, um, one GM, one player, head-to-head uh, sort of dungeon-crawly adventure game, uh inspired by fighting fantasy and all those old adventure game books um it also has some big king wizards they may or may not be metaphors for capitalists or tech billionaires who can say uh and that should be coming to um a crowdfunding platform in april Keep an eye out for that, and I suppose follow McGuffin and Company on Twitter as oh, we notified when yes, that goes and live. Yes, if you go to our website, you can sign up to our newsletter. It's only once a month. We won't spam you, but it's where you can find out about all of our upcoming projects. And in the next few months, uh, we're going to be launching the Indiegogo campaign for Pit Crawler, and we're going to be uh, putting out Odd Jobs, our first collection of system-neutral micro-settings for like general sale. And we're also going to be releasing a very exciting game that we're really psyched about, uh, which is based on Animaniacs and Looney Tunes and things called oh, Kasplat. Yes, um, I've heard a little bit about Kasplat and I cannot Yeah, I'm really wait. psyched for everybody to see it. I think, I think people are really going to like it. It's very fun. Um, it's very, very stupid. Yeah. but excellent and, in a very yeah. very good way and uh there will be so, like a few other things that we're releasing as well um and working on and updating about so if you want to find out about our very busy release packed next few months sign up to our newsletter please it's on our website and once again uh all the links to mcguffin co stuff is in the episode description and so is the link and i'm just going to say it one more time to the kickstarter for big king wizard big king uh wizard, please check that out if wizard, this is your jam big king wizard i'm really excited to get a physical copy of this game with the art and put it on my coffee table in front of i can think of quite a few friends who i think i'm really excited to show this game to yeah, yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. I think that that is an episode. Hey! I've forgotten bye. how I end these because it has been so long. So I'm just going to say bye. Bye! bye.